podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it. Because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Fatback 4 for this Sunday evening, brought to you by Manscaped.com. I'm Gav, that's Keith, that's Shawnee, who's been in the sun as much as me, and that's Grizz, who, um, I don't know, I think he's going to get his hair done and he's just not telling anybody because he keeps wearing those hats. But this is the Fatback 4. Um, if you're there, I'm going to do this before Grizz gives out to me. If you're in the chat, please hit the like button on your way in, on your way out, wherever it might be. If you're watching and you haven't subscribed, please subscribe, like and share all that stuff. Grizz will have a go with you in about 40 to 45 minutes. Um, so mark that in your calendar. Um, Liverpool won. Newcastle won is the main focus of our attention tonight. Um, after that draw to Anfield, another blow um, in our race to the top four, which is stuttering. Um, after race. Leeds during the week. Yeah, yeah it's, um, it's, it's a race. It's, we're still in the race. We're in the race, but the chain's falling off. And, um, it's, there's all sorts happening. But look, after the draw against Leeds during the week and that draw against Newcastle, we've really put ourselves up against it now with four, five games to go. Um, Grizz, I'm going to come to you first. First of all, you're very welcome. Um, we'll start with the lineup we always do. And, you know, Shawnee always says to me, um, or says to us, you know, I want to I want to see a team and he goes, oh, what's he doing with that? And there was a bit of that about it when the four of them were on the pitch. What way will he go with it? Because I, as we all know, he plays Ronaldo and Thiago and then he goes Jota, Mane, Salah and um, Firmino. Were you happy with that? Because I, I, I think you said on Friday night show that you thought that's the way he might go. I think this was, uh, we've, we've already discussed many times, I think this was the way to go against crap teams and Newcastle are a crap team. Um, this was the this was the plan. I think all season. Um, obviously, circumstances didn't allow it uh, many times, but we've played it a couple of times, and, and we were going to play a lot of this. I think the four of them, um, and especially in the situation we're in, where you know that that draw was like a loss. It's, it's a it was a cup. You know, we we said it's seven cup finals. We need to just go and win every single game, simple as, and then see where we are. Um, I thought the team lineup was perfect. I think I know we're going to probably go on to Klopp's decisions overall and the substitutions, but I thought I thought it was a 
it was, I thought it was a game of two halves, even for Klopp. I thought the first half, I thought in terms of selection, bang on. He picked a team that created 20 chances in that first half, guys. I'm not even exaggerating. Um, first half. 12 oh, shots. Yeah, all right, 12 shots, for fuck's sake. But Newcastle had one. That doesn't suit my narrative, does it, though? But, but yeah, the point... Three big chances, three big chances in the half. So, look, from a selection point of view, um, especially <clears> with, the, with, the, with, the, with Nat Phillips being out, he was never going to play Reese Williams again, ever, in a Liverpool shirt, in my opinion. Um, so he had to go with Fabinho at the back. And the rest of them picked itself. Um, Curtis Jones just come back from injury, wasn't going to throw him in there. Um, who else is there missing? No one. The front four had to go out and, you know, I, I said in the Friday forecast show that we're going to we're gonna go out and blitz them. We did everything bar kicking it in, in the back of the net or over that line these days. You don't even have to kick it into the net these days. You just got to get it over the line so the, that buzzer goes off in the referee's ear. Um, apart from that, um, Klopp done everything he could in that first half in terms of team selection, in my opinion. Shani, um like a lot of people in the chat there are saying nothing wrong with the lineup, and I, I presume you felt the same because it was something slightly different. You know, there was talk of Jota was injured and you know, uh he wasn't in the training picks and stuff like that, but he was he was there and he started with the other with, with the other lads. But were you okay with it? Because I think I I've I i have not found anyone yet, Shani, that said no, it's not a lineup I would have went with. Yeah, sure. Look, club put out eleven players to dominate and beat a Newcastle side. They went out and dominated the game. Couldn't beat the Newcastle side. Not a lot more club could do, to be honest with you. Um go on about elevens all day, but you can only do so much work on the training ground and you select these players and put trust in them and you let them down yesterday. Simple as that. Um anyone who was giving out about lineups or players being out of positions, it's pointless. Because it wasn't it wasn't an issue, it wasn't a bad performance. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't not from probably Till you get to the front three, everyone did that job really, didn't they? Um, so and I'm, not, I'm not sure what else Club Club could have done, to be honest with you. And when you're looking at Club in the last ten minutes of that game, it would go to show that maybe he's as frustrated as any of us because there's only so much a manager can do. One thing he definitely can't do is put the fucking ball in the net. Yeah, it's. I, I agree with you. I I think Club is trying his best to hide his frustration at certain things within the team or there are players or whatever it might be and I think he's a little bit he just has to go with what he has because that's it he has he's very few options in my opinion and I, I agree with you he did look a very frustrated man from probably 80 minutes on but having said that and um, we get on to the subs later because he is the man that makes the subs Um but Keith uh, you know I think we're all agreed that the, the lineup is all right and, and we get a great start we get a great start because I'm watching it and we're four minutes in and, and Salah scores, and f- first of all, brilliant start, Keith, and a brilliant goal. It's a great goal, and it's it's something that I think we've seen over this season. Salah, when he doesn't have too much time to think, is lethal, and this was one of them. It's an excellent, you know, a spinning finish. You don't see many on the swivel anymore, you know, and you see it. And someone pointed out in the group that it just reminded him of Ian Rush, and it was very, you know... Swim, turning on a sixpence like that and blasting one in. Great finish by, by Salah. And it's a perfect start because by scoring in the third or fourth minute or whenever it was, 
we have had our issues, especially at Anfield. We get a goal. It's like, Roy, let's go. Let's do it. We go on from here. As Shawnee said, Newcastle aren't a great team. Or Grizz, one of them. Grizz said it, sorry. Newcastle aren't a great team. We've got a, a lineup that we want to see out. So let's go on and do it. But the same show is happening uh, week in, week out now. It's a confidence thing. Confidence is gone. I tweeted out something yesterday that it just reminds me of Liverpool um, pre-Van Dijk. There's just no no confidence in, in them. And that's down to the, fit, the strikers, the front three, front four, not taking the chances. And it wasn't... Bobby yesterday it wasn't Mane it was was all of them it was all four of them they were bleeding brutal if you ask me great start but if I thought that's how the, I didn't think that was how the match was going to pan out after seeing the start um, Dinesh Karoy he's added to his name this week uh, FSG get out of Liverpool FC says evening Good lineup. I feel sorry for Ben Davis has not given a chance to play for Liverpool on the 31st of January. He must be feel he must have felt happy signing. <laughs> Look, Ben Davis hasn't been seen uh, on the bench. I think twice since he signed for Liverpool. So I, I don't know what the issue is there, um, Dinesh. I really don't. He's signed. He's training. You see him all training all the time. Is he up to the standard? I'm not too sure, but. You know, we've gone over this and over this with regards to his signing and and to a lesser extent Quebec signing on on the it was the first of February I think they were confirmed, um. But it's it, it's just a strange one. But listen, thanks for the fa- thanks for the super chat. But the Ben Davis thing, I think I don't think you'll see him play for Liverpool. I think he'll get to the end of the season and I think you'll see him leave Liverpool. And for whatever reason, it might be unfortunate, but I think that's just the way it's going to go. Going on the Going on the evidence that we've seen so far, our lack of um, yeah. evidence on the pitch. Last um, day of the season, they'll probably get a run out after 75 minutes if the game it's a dead rubber or something. That'll tell you everything. Do you know what I mean? It's given him his, his run out for Liverpool before he heads off into the sunset. Just can't see him uh, making it. <laughs> Sam Carter has come up with a big show here. He says, we are not getting top four. If we do, I'll get a tattoo of Gav on my right knee and Grizz on the left. Um <laughs> Sam, you shouldn't say stuff like that, brother, because uh, yeah, people in here don't forget. Someone um, clip that. Yeah, no, that'll be absolutely screenshotted now. And if uh, we get top four, mm, uh, you could be in trouble. Uh, John Anderson says, I enjoy listening while they do things around the house. Thanks, lads. Uh, thanks, thanks, John. And um, what are you doing around the house? Let us know. Um, so, Grace, I'll come to you. Like, as Keith said, it's a really good goal. Um, and it's, like you said, we struggle. We do, we have struggled at Anfield to score more more than anything else, but, you know, get in front and not chasing the game or we're at 70 and it's a bit in the balance and someone nicks a goal and we get beaten. But we get that early goal, Grizz. And honestly, I thought when we got that, I thought Newcastle won't change what they're doing because most teams don't, but it'll give us the confidence to go on. And like Shawnee has mentioned and Keith has mentioned, the front three just... I don't know what was going on after the fourth minute because it was just, there was chances. Like Keith has 12 shots, three big chances, but oh, Grizz, we should, we, we should have been able to sight it by the, by the end of that half. It was a throwback to the old Newcastle Liverpool games at Anfield when Kevin Keegan was the manager. Honestly, it was too. I mean, let's not, <clears throat> let's not Except forget they had. Balls in the Say again? Set players are putting balls in the net. Yeah. yeah. And, and Newcastle had one shot on goal in the first half. No, but they had they had breakaways though. Yeah, I mean they were they they had breakaways where they were just look. <laughs> the, if they had anyone apart from Joe Linton, 
and now we're on, right? Because, <laughs> no, honestly, yeah, if they had Yilmaz, right, we'll come on yeah. to that later. I'm not going to let you forget that. We're going to go into that at the end. But, look, it was St. Maxim, Maximo on their, on their side who literally was, was a threat, and he had the whole back four occupied. But our four terrorised the five at the back. I mean, absolutely terrorised. It was, I couldn't believe what I was seeing, lads. It was chance after chance. And you could see the shoulders dropping after every chance missed. Yeah. And that's the significant thing mm. in a Klopp, in a Jurgen Klopp side. That shit doesn't happen with us normally. You know, this mentality monsters. Well, now we're mentality ma- mouses, <laughs> as, as someone <laughs> claimed. Um, <laughs> but as someone once said, but... I couldn't believe it, lads. We were creating chances near enough every attack. Mane actually started off okay this game. I thought first five, ten minutes. Do you know what, guys? He was doing the simple things. You could see it could I could tell that maybe Jurgen Klopp's had a word with him and said, Look, go back to basics, and then the real side of Mane will come out. Stop overcomplicating it. It lasted about 15 minutes, lads. That first 15 minutes, Sadio played it off, laid it off doing the simple things. And I thought, okay, Sadio is going to grow into this. It, I, I, I don't know what's happened with Sadio, guys. And it was only not Sadio. That was that was the Watford Jota. Uh, not Watford, Wolves. That was the gosh. Wolves Jota. Yeah, that was the Wolves Jota. I mean, that was the best impression he's done of of the Milan Barosh, um, the old Milan Barosh I've ever seen. We just created chance at will and we miss him at will. And we all, the, the thing is what hurts or what frustrates or what angers is um, we all saw it coming, lads. We all saw it coming. And that's what hurts us because when you think, oh, is, it, is this going to be one of those days? When you all think it and you keep repeating in your head, sometimes you do it for the sake of it and you think, ah, no, nah, but we see it out. We're Liverpool Football Club. We're going for top four. We see it out. This ain't going to happen to us. Even though we keep repeating it in our head. And that's exactly what happened in that second half. That first half should have been 5-1 easily. I mean, that's not even an exaggeration. Should have been easily 5-1. But we go, in, we, we go, well, they had a chance, didn't they? They had um, they had a few chances, Keith. You're thinking it'd be harsh. They, and kept, getting, they kept getting pinged for off, didn't they? I, and, yeah, I think they had a couple of breakaways. And I think maybe their, their ball before the final ball was off. You know where they, they looked like they were breaking. They had, a, they had a fella who goes through on his left-hand side and, and, and Alisson makes a neat, tidy save. Uh, the midfielder, I think it was. Yeah, um, Longstaff. Yeah, yeah, but I think the, the flag went up on that, did it? And they just let it play on. It's hard to tell with the games now because mm-hmm. they're letting attacks run and then the flag going up afterwards, so they would have been called back. It's it's weird. But no, I take your point. I take your point, Grizz. They were sort of trying to... They had a plan um, to, to try and ping us on the break. And with the likes of San Maxima there, you know... I, I tell you what, Keith, I, Keith, do you know what it is? I don't even think they had a plan. <laughs> I think the way, no, honestly, I think the way the game planned out and they, the way they saw it, where they saw the two in midfield and four attack, they just thought, oh, we can get runners through midfield here. But but we went out with the intent of your Newcastle, you've got Joe Linton up front, we're Liverpool, we've got Mane, Salah, Jota up front. If you score one or two, we'll score five, six. And that was the game plan, in my opinion. And it should have been the, ex- the, ex- the execution should have, uh, you know, been better. And we should have won that. Well, forget the, we, we should have won that half 5-1. Shani, you know, 
there is chances and I, I think at half time you know we're 1-0 up and you're kind of going how is that only 1-0 but what's the concern there for you because I, I did think that when Newcastle managed to get out I think they did look a little bit dangerous Johnny and you know it, the ball in the- attention social security and SSI recipients if you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit Go to ssa.gov slash EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov slash EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. And the first half. Yeah, and we were, we were suffering, I think, because we were literally just sitting those two in midfield and letting the other four go. You know, and then, of course, you do have your fullbacks that are going to push on. So we were taking that, that risk, I think, and... And I don't even think the pressing was there for us for a lot of it. Were you concerned when you got to half time that well one nil should be more and there is glimpses of them potentially hurting us if they get it right? Yeah, we were never keeping a clean sheet yesterday. And I know people were saying that Kabak and the light played well. I did I agree you did. I think he carried the back for yeah. I think the rest of them were poor. I think Robbo had his best game in a while, but we're always conceding. <laughs> Because narratives and games are killing us now because we're not mentally strong enough to see out these games. Like Grizz said, and I agree with what Grizz said, Newcastle wouldn't have had a game plan, but Steve Bruce would have said, you know what, get into this game last 20 and you're still in the game, you have a chance here. Because they still play that stupid high line and you will get one chance at least. And we continue to do it. And I don't know why we continue to do it. So you're talking about lineups and whatever. Personnel is not the issue. Setup is an issue because again that high line and I wouldn't mind you'll get onto it, Gav. I'm sure you will. But before Wilson goes through, it happens twice, literally in five minutes, and there's nobody on the pitch or on the sideline with the wherewithal to turn around and say, Do you know what? Hold on here. Maybe we need to switch something up here because we are getting hit like that. And it's the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth time this fuck this season this happened. But it's just so, yeah. it's just ridiculous. This is supposed to be a team of winners. I can understand your form going. But where's the sense of game? Game where's the game management gone? Yeah. It, it can't be all put down on the players and then it can't all be putting the manager at the same time. But yeah, the players should be taking it on themselves yeah. to see these fucking games out. Like it, it drives me insane. It, forget about it all comes down to the, the front three missing chances because our side, we would have been. But at the end of the day, you have to play the game out the way it's going on in front of you. And this high line, I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. Fabinho literally has to pole like St. Maximum the halfway line after 60 minutes. How would he not make an adjustments? It's, it, it, for me, it's a, it's, a, um, it's a stubbornness in our game. And we've said this in the last couple of weeks. It's stubbornness to hold that line, Shawnee. Because I remember going back, I remember, and I always remember back to a pre-season and it was like an open training session. And I remember, and 
it was a podcast I was listening to, and they were saying they were they were saying about preseason training. They had access to this preseason training, and the amount of times that Klopp and and the coaching staff were stopping play and saying, "Why are you there? You need to be up, up, up." And this is a thing that they insist on. Now I'm with you a hundred percent on it. I'm with you a hundred percent. But I always remember back to that that. The training, they were working on this and the training was literally being stopped every 10 seconds. If the ball was nowhere near the back four, it was like, you shouldn't be there. You should be up, up, up all the time. And it's, it's, it's for me, it's something I agree with you. I'm looking at that game going, drop 10 yards. There's less chance of you conceding the goal if you drop 10 yards. We can keep the ball. To, yeah, but we can, I mean, we can deal with the stuff. Off, who's the best, probably the best player in the world to keep the fucking ball when he's on form. Yeah. Never gave the ball away yesterday and he takes him off. For Curtis Jones, who comes on the pitch like a dog with two dicks, like a dog chasing traffic. Mm. We'll get on to that, I guess. Well, well, well. Just, just quickly. Battery um, had a super chat in there, and he said that we've taken five points from twenty-seven against the lower sides. Um, for in, yeah, in nine five, games. Like, if you to, if you're beating the teams, you should be, which we should be. I don't give a fuck about injuries or that. We still should be beating these teams. Yeah. No They're excuse. in a race. No, it's the mentality. They, they they don't have it mentally this season. And for whatever reason, they put too much into getting to the top of the mountain and then fell off a cliff and everything goes against them. Someone mentioned about the crowds, lack of crowds is killing them. Well, that's fair enough, but they're still footballers at the end of the day. And Shawnee made a good point about not adapting in the game because at halftime, I knew, and I'm sure you three knew, and I'm sure people listening knew, so I'm sure the players knew, you go win one nil up after missing all them chances, and it's a deja vu again. It's the same thing. It's repeat, repeat, repeat. So why were they not adapting and changing? You don't need Jurgen Klopp. Players should not need Jurgen Klopp to tell them to drop five yards to to to, to mentally tune in because Milner's on the pitch, isn't he? At the end of the game, why is Milner not organising things? You know, as a lead, I'm not putting her on James it's Milner. It's we're it's just it. the Leeds game the other night. I don't know whether anyone noticed it. We give away a corner around the 70 minute mark, and the ball comes in, and Allison has to make a save from a corner. And the camera goes to Sky, and Milner, you can see Milner balling someone out, but going, Don't fucking switch off. Yeah. And we can see it from that 10 minutes later. I don't get it. I could understand if this is a team that's just been newly assembled, but these are a group of players that have all played together. And everyone is in the chat saying, Pep doesn't change the way he plays and Klopp doesn't change the way because you obviously don't watch football because you haven't watched Man City this year yeah he's completely changed the way he's played football this season Man City have absolutely nailed Covid football no fans they they don't run as much anymore they control games they're way more controlled far better at the back than they were last year trying to go gun-ho and it's not down to Klopp like Keith said there's not many they're all senior. There's, there's not many young players in their squad. They're Kabak all around. Is the only been, one. Yeah, and he and he's the only one who kind of seems to adjust, have yeah. adjust. I I can't get my head around it. I just can't get my head around. It. This <clears> has <throat> been going on since October. Yeah, but this this is this goes back to the argument where we always have about um, qualities in players that you qu- can't quantify with stats. Yeah, this goes back to the argument about leaders in your team yeah. and organizers and talkers. And, you know, it's often understated the job Henderson does. And we're going to talk about it because it's very, it's very 
uh, you know, it's topical right now because Sean is making points about leadership game, in-game management. And how many times, do you remember guys, how many times we sat here every Sunday talking about how we managed the game and fix whatever problem we had in the game? Internally, the players done it between themselves, whether it's Virgil, Hendo, you know, um, I can't remember the journalist that spoke about how loud Matip is without the fans he noticed. So, you know, we think to ourselves, Matip ain't very vocal, whatever. He just comes across as a, just does his job. But I think it was Neil Jones, the journal. Um, he said, uh, he talked about um, Matip being so vocal at the ground and you could hear him bellowing at players. Makes a massive difference. Yeah. We are the quietest team. Take out Milner and we're a bunch of fucking mice on that pitch in terms of you can't hear us. Honestly, Mo, Bobby, none of them Mouses. talk. Can you hear them? Mouses. We're a fucking bunch of mouses on that pitch. And even Fabinho and Kabak at the back, you know, <coughs> we go on to the goal. And as why? But even, you know, Robertson, Robert, Robertson's concentrating on getting the game back. So he can't, so he can't, he can't sort of look because his form has been so poor. He's trying to concentrate on his own game and that's understandable. But you know, there's other, there's other people there that haven't stood up. Well, there's a couple of, couple of, thing, couple of things. Taking quick trials in the 88 minute. What the yeah. fuck are we doing? Yeah. The ball like, left. This ball is burst. I'm going to put it like, out there and get one 20 yards the away. Gamesmanship gone? Where yeah. is it gone? We never had it on you. We, we did. did. We had it last year, Key. We had it in and Spain. And it was unusual. Virgil That's the thing. Ball it wasn't like this team. Robo yeah. wasting time. Trent wasting time. Virgil ball and refs over. It's all gone out again. Taking yeah. quick throw-ins. Yeah. It's fucking well, I, I don't I, get it. I had... um. I had a super chat up there and someone's removed it on me. If we, any user hitting them super chats off the screen, I'm going to hold you. Um, no, no, I have that here, but there was another lot there and his name's going to be here, but he was saying that we'd won so many games last season by a one goal deficit or one goal margin. Sorry. Mm. Um, but this season he, he's amazed at how nervous we look trying to, trying to close out a game. And I, I, and I agree with him. I, I'm looking at it and it is like the Liverpool of old. It is like, you know, where you're going, oh, we're not. when you had Van Dijk there, you had Gomez yeah. there, you knew your keeper was on form, you went, we'll do this. We've done it loads of times. But but now there is a nervousness, now there is. And and like that, like you said earlier, that feeds into Newcastle, who are going, these don't look right, you know, and we've seen it throughout the game, we've had half chances to get through, if we keep going. And it's, I think Keith or Sean, he said, 20 minutes to go, you stay in the game and, and you see how you get on. Whereas last season or the season before, 20 minutes to go, you can stay in the game if you want, but we'll control it and we'll see it out. Um, so, yeah, I, I take that point. Uh, Dinesh says, if we don't qualify for Europe next season, not so bad. We should have a full-strength team back next season. New signings. Playing one game a week, trying to win the league and cups. Our team is still good. It won't be one game a week. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a Thursday night followed by a Sunday. And and if it's a European competition, I think Klopp will have a goal. Um, I wouldn't. You should as well. Like, you look at well, I wouldn't. Gav, you look at them it's today trophies. Yeah. Look at them today yeah. winning trophies. Look, I don't care what anyone says. They don't care about FA Cup, Carlin Cup, or any of these things. You should try to absolutely win every single competition you're in. Now, I understand City have a stupid big squad. But winning breeds winning and staying in. And that's what you need to have that mentality. Someone was saying, oh, we'll call him. Nobody called. Nobody would have rang called Pep Guardiola a, a flop last year. Or a club yeah. or a fraud. Nobody with a brain. It comes around. I know I'm getting that club here. I don't want them gone. I'm not saying he's a bad manager. He hasn't got the tools that he usually has to work, but he hasn't had them since October. 
So this is the, this is the thing that annoys me more than anything else is that we've been in this situation more or less since October. Now we worried about the defense and so on, so on, so forth. I wouldn't have any issue with how the defenders have been playing. I'd expect a team with Kabak and Phillips to concede at least one a week. But that might be all right for us once your strikers are taking their chances. They're not getting bailed out. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the problem. And then we're not, like what Gav said, on top of that, we're not managing games when we need to manage games. Now, friends, we ran out of steam against Leeds. We had a very good first half and we were tired in the second half. And that's fine. But you still have to have it in you to dig in somewhere. And I don't know where it's gone. Look at, look at the players after yesterday. They are all on the floor after the game. This, this team, if <coughs> well, this is my... back, we need the belt. This team needs yeah. the belt. Oh, yeah, this, this team absolutely needs the season to end. Um, and, and that's where my argument around, you know, and we'll come on to it later about questioning players and, and futures like the club and stuff. That's where I'm a little bit standoffish with that because I think, I think, um, mental and physical fatigue is a huge thing this season for this side. And, yeah. and like, we can talk about injuries and stuff like that, but I think mentally and physically the, the fatigue on this side this season, I think, has, has played a major, major factor. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, a, a player will absolutely return to form next season. It could be just the end of a cycle for some, but I genuinely, when I see them, like you're saying, they get tired and against Leeds. I, I agree with you. I, I was looking at that and going, these are mentally and physically gone. And I think they probably only have an hour in them uh, per game. I, that's just my feeling on it from watching them. I just think whatever stacked has been stacked against them this season. And mostly, I think just players having to play way too much football. That that I ju- I think you're starting to see the result of that. And with five games to go, it'll need a miracle to get into top four. And I, I just I just think I just think on the mental and the physical side, I think it's it's mad. Like Herschel Benting says excuses. Well, it's not Herschel. Yes, no, it's not. It's not because I can read you out. I can read you out facts as to what's happened with Liverpool this season, and they're actually facts. Oh, do you want me to? Okay. So, um, we, we've lost our two centre halves since October. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a fact. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have had a goalkeeper out for a period of time who's always also yeah. lost his father and couldn't go to a funeral. That's a fact. We okay. have a manager that's lost his mother and couldn't go and grieve for that person. That's a fact. Okay. Okay. We've had Thiago yeah. that's come into the side, played really well, nearly gets folded in half for everything. Gets injured, he's out for three months and comes back into a side that's struggling. That's a fact. We've had Jota that's come in and started really well, gets injured, out for three months, again comes back into a side that's really struggling and is looking, people are looking for him to take it on. That's a fact. Okay, so all them them things are facts. All them things are facts. You're telling me me this team's not good enough to be a Newcastle side in a home. No, it's not. I'm not saying that. No, but you're saying about facts, and he's right. It's excuses because we're a goalpost mill. We should be in the top four, all right. Mm-hmm. We should be in the top four. You can't be Brighton at home or away. That's a fucking fact. You get beaten by Burnley at home. That's a fact. You get beaten by Newcastle at home, or you draw with Newcastle at home and away. You can't be Fulham home or away. Two of these sides are nearly almost already down. So yeah. you're telling me that we're dropping 22 points to teams in the bottom half of the table and we're using injuries as an excuse. I'm sorry, no, Gav. No, I, no, I, no, I never, oh, you see, no, 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 you're putting words in my mouth. I think both no, of you hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 you're putting words in my mouth now. You're putting words in my mouth. What I'm saying is they are, they are facts as to what happened, right? They're not, they're not, I'm not, listen, 
I'm not making. I'm not using. Are you going to let me talk now? I'm not using them as excuses. I'm stating them as facts. And this is why I come back to the mental and physical fatigue on this side, right? Because when I look at it, right, I'm looking. I'm looking at Trent. I'm looking at Robbo, who have played way too much football, in my opinion. Yeah. Right? All right. To do any to, to, for for this season, way too much football. The same with Wijnaldum. The same with Wijnaldum. The same with Firmino. The same with Mane. Salah's fine. He's been absolutely brilliant. But there's too many players in that side for me. Right over the course of the season, with everything that's gone on, are playing way too much football, and because of those facts I've read, it. that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, that's not, I'm, I'm, no, that's I'm not making, ex- I'm not making, I'm not making excuses for them. Yeah, I'm not making Man City's top scorer this year. Say again. Who's Man City's top scorer this year? Haven't got a clue. I don't follow. I don't read who's top scorers in any club. But uh, do you haven't had a striker for the whole? Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they helped save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Decent. Yeah, but you've just told me five minutes ago to go to the large squad. It doesn't matter. They still haven't had a striker. The top goal, the top goal scorer is a midfielder. Gundogan. Okay. wasn't yeah. even getting games last year. Yeah. They're not making excuses. Yeah. Pep didn't but, make but, excuses. Yeah, but well, hold on a minute. You're, you're telling me I'm making excuses. I'm just Gav, telling you what's yeah, happened. Yeah, and Gav, no, I'm not. Gav, we should be in the fucking top four. We should have been finishing in the top four. We're a depleted squad. With, we were top by Christmas. Yeah, Gav, I know. I know. I know we are top of Christmas. I know we were. But what I'm, all so I'm saying have, to you is, all I'm saying to you is, there's, there's so, look, there's so, there's only so much I think what's left in that squad can do. Um, and there's no options there. There's no options. Like, I don't know if Jota is fit yesterday, right? But he yeah. plays him. He plays. All, 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 all I'm saying is, Shani. We all of those things were watching and I'm on podcast saying it. Mm. And I get it. It's an accumulation. We mm. never gonna challenge with the title under those circumstances, but you need to look. No, at never, the never with the title. Points no. that we've dropped, Gav. Look at the points we've dropped. Look I at know the that. situations we've been in with the teams we've had. So, how the excuse is that we haven't been good enough? It's nothing got to do with injuries I, or anything. I, I never, I never said we were. I never said we were good enough. What I'm saying is, when I'm looking at that, when I'm looking at that team, you're saying with the team you have on the pitch. Like that's that you're going by. In my opinion, they're going by names now because I'm looking at Mane and it's just falling through the floor, right? What? Why is he falling through the floor? Well, confidence, lack of form. You know this long COVID argument, the whole lot. All I'm saying is, when when that accumulation happens, right? You mightn't see it immediately. And don't get me wrong, we should have had enough in in February, um, January, February, wherever it might be. But the longer it goes on, Shawnee, the longer it goes on and you're asking them same players to go on the pitch time after time after time, when they're getting no break from it, then you're going to see them suffer. And that's, I think, why they're suffering. I think, I, I don't know, like, lack of form, you can absolutely throw out there. But I genuinely, looking at this side, see a side that after 60, 65... Real chore. 60, 65 minutes mentally and physically they're gone that, that's, that's, a, that's just my opinion I'm not, st- I'm not making excuses for them no, in no way because I think could we have managed it better absolutely but when I look at it I just think Shawnee whatever's happened across this season they will only get you so far and 
they fell in a rut in January and they couldn't get over it. And I don't think they have the legs to get over it. That's what I'm saying to you. That's all I'm saying. Keith, I think I think we've got a couple of super chats while they have a can, open a can between them. Do you want to read out this two <laughs> me and super chats? Don't, me and Charlie don't drink. <laughs> oh, so yeah. what one are we on? Are we on this one from Georgia? Yeah, go on, read that one out Think first. I can't believe how we won the Premier League, or how we are Premier League champions. The most decorated British team in Europe have turned into this dross due to injuries. Look, that's just what the lads have been saying, really, isn't it? And mm. it's, it's injuries, it's fatigue, it's mentality, it's everything. They just haven't been good enough. Uh, there's no excuses, really. You know, we are throwing up no. excuses, but at the end of the day, we should be better than we are. But they've it, all it, hit the wall. If anyone else was outstanding, but I'd say... Below seventy points is going to get you fucking Champions League football this season. Yeah, that's uh, this is a couple more. This, this a... is my issue. I could understand if everyone around us was just better, but they've yeah. all been crap. Let Gav, Leicester are in bits with injuries. Mm, I know, I know. Look at them. It's just it, the the it seems a little bit like they're feeling sorry for themselves. Some of these players and. It's not even a knee jerk now. I think that we need a bit of a, a facelift and a change of tact going into next year because it's just not going to cut it. They're not going to get a rest in the summer because they're all going off play Copa America and you're out. And so I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't, and I then you have we need a rest, Johnny. That's the thing. I think, I think, I think that's, that, right. that's what I think. Uh, Tahir says uh, we need a player in January. Yeah. Where our scheming owners didn't care and only yeah. gave Klopp spare change. Yes. That was all their fault. FSG out. I think he means FSG out, but it's outside. He has written. Um, Avi, Airman Avi says Klopp, Klopp needs the biggest of everyone this summer. Agree with Sean. Means- oh, biggest reset. Um, mm. Did he say reset? Rest, rest, rest. Sorry, he, he had adjusted it later. The oh, okay. Risk. Okay, all right. Um, but he says, uh, agree with Shawnee, this team should have made the top four minimum. Yeah, and that that's where we, we get on to in a few minutes because you start to question players and, and I'm even looking at certain players and kind of going, does he get back? Is this is this just something that's happened this season and, and does he come back fresh? And, and I don't know on some of them. I really don't. But... I agree with you on the top four stuff, but I, I am looking at this side and I just, they just look like they're running on empty for me. They're absolutely yeah. running on empty for me. And that's, that's my argument. I'm not, I'm not making an excuse for them. We're running on empty. Like, yeah, Johnny, I genuinely believe so. We are getting battered every week, but it's the little, it's the little things where we're yeah. being let down. But it's the and little things, Shawnee. It's the little things that that affect you when when you're when you're mentally and physically fatigued, and you switch off for that second, or you don't do something right, or you don't drop into just, a position, or you don't track a runner. It's those little things, Shawnee. And you know, it's a game of fine margins. You, you see it every week. You know, but, not putting away chances puts pressure onto the that's, defense. To but that's what I team. wanted to get to. That's what I wanted to get to because you know the substitutions. Um, you know the the the, the Tiago one in particular, and Keith, I come to you. People fuming over this Thiago substitution, like, yeah. and and Shawnee said, and, yeah, and Shawnee said it earlier, like, you're looking to control the game, and look, it's even making our point for us here, like, if you're mentally and physically fatigued, you might control it, then don't let it be a big open run around game, control it. What did you make of that? Like, is there, and that has to be on Klopp. He makes the substitution, but again, is he? Is there something we're not seeing here? It's hard, like, because. Uh, me personally, really, watching the game, couldn't believe Genie Wijnaldum didn't get hooked. Yeah. If I had taken off a midfielder, right? Because I didn't think Genie had a great game. I didn't think he was doing enough 
with or without the ball. Personally, my own thing, I didn't think he was great. I thought Thiago was fine. Didn't think it was his best game, but I thought he was keeping the ball. He was trying to punch little holes in them. Um, he pings a ball into Mo. That I think Mo just touches it off to Jota for a shot in the first half. He's he's doing well, and to take him out and to take him out when he does, you know, it's what when they what uh, seventy seven. You know, mm. it's a strange substitution in my opinion. Uh, if you want to bring on Curtis Jones, by all means, bring him on, but. That change at that time, you know, it just didn't seem to make any make any sense. You bring in Milner comes in earlier, and that doesn't he for Jota. He comes in about sixty, is it? Sixty. That made sense. Yeah, yeah. Sixty-six. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. But you then have a midfield with Genie, Thiago, and Milner. So, do you know what I mean? Only one of them is really a progressive midfield player, and he's the one who comes off. So in my my taking on this, Klopp has to take a lot of blame for this season. A lot of blame for his in-game management. His substitutions have been atrocious, right? His substitutions in general are absolutely woeful. And people can criticise in the chat and all for that. Look, tell me how many times he's won games and changed games in the last fucking year and a half by by making subs. I think it's terrible. I think it's a blind spot that he has. And yesterday was no different. You know, Curtis Jones comes on, coming back from injury. We all know when Curtis Jones is at his best, he's a good player. Didn't look at yesterday. Do you know what I mean? And we were crying out. As the game goes on and goes on, keep the ball. Put them under pressure. Don't let them have the ball. Don't let them get back into the game. And it's like we ceded uh, possession to them and let them just... Bladen take a go at us for the last 15 minutes. I just couldn't believe it. I thought it was very strange from Klopp to do what I thought his choice of taking off Thiago instead of Genie was strange. But it's consistent with Klopp, in my opinion. Grizz, um, you know, the, the substitutions, like, like Keith said, control the game and you keep him on because I agree. I thought, I thought Ronaldo was poor yesterday. I'm going to be honest. Um, the Jota one did make sense because there was rumour. Was he fit? Was he not? And he he still is coming back. You know the kind of way he's he's four or five games at coming into back, coming back into the side. So that made sense and it stabilised a little bit. And we we stand off. And maybe that is a bit of game management where you say Jota off, Milner on, make it a three, and you know readjust and stuff like that. But it all leads to Grizz to to Newcastle getting getting their eye in there and going, hold on, they're taking him off, and we can get at Wijnaldum now, and and you know. And we get a massive let off and then the equalise. And Grace, I'm being honest with you, I could see it coming. I really could. Even even when they got the even when they got the one that disallowed, I could still fucking see it coming. Yeah, well look, with with regards to the substitution, um the Milner one made sense and we thought that's a good one, because he did. Milner made a difference to the tide. The way there was more there was less chaos in the game. Um and maybe that was the time to sort of introduce Milner. I get that. But with the Tiago one. I didn't get it and I didn't get the player that was coming on yeah. and the position that he took up. Yeah. Because if you're going to bring on Curtis Jones and because I think all of us could see Mane flag proper, proper lagging. Like he was proper struggling and, and Curtis Jones could have done a job out on the left, yeah. you know, keep the ball in the corner flag. What he's good at close control, play, play with, play with Robertson, keep the ball, keep the ball, but to put him in the engine room and in the, and, and in the, in the role of Tiago, so to speak, um, I thought was scandalous. I'm not even going to beat around the bush and say, mm, I couldn't, I couldn't for the life of me understand it. 
Um, and he's made some absolute howlers this season. You know, you know, someone explained to me in the chat. I've asked you guys in the private WhatsApp, but in the, someone in the chat tell me that he thought um, Naby Keita was ready, fit, mentally and physically for Real Madrid away, right? In the quarterfinal of the Champions League. And then since then, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone in the chat, I don't think he's seen a minute, a minute of game time. How does that make any sense whatsoever? How does that make sense whatsoever? If you're taking off Thiago, a ball-playing, a controlling central midfielder, surely the person to bring him in, if there's a problem with Thiago, maybe because there is, right? Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe Thiago has a slight issue and that's why the medical team have told him to bring him off at 70 minutes. Surely the person to bring him stylistically, game management-wise, is Naby Keita, who was initially bought to, to play that role anyway, but obviously through injury and loss of form, hasn't had a look in. But if you're thinking he's, he's fine two weeks ago and to put him in into the most important game of the season, you bring a raw youngster who we've all praised lavishly, but we've all accused of being young and spontaneous in his game management. He tries things in the wrong position sometimes because he's young and, you know, he's, he's cocky, he's arrogant. We like that about him. But you don't bring him on in 10 minutes in a crucial game like that for the most best sort of holder of the ball in world football still, Thiago, who never gave the ball away. And look, if I was a Newcastle player, if I was a Newcastle midfielder and I saw Thiago coming off and a, and a kid coming on, my eyes would have lit up too. And I would have said, right, fuck this, bypass them and just launch balls into there. Even at the end, guys, even at the end, how many times have we seen Jurgen Klopp um, resort to bringing on a centre-back when he sees the yeah. teams just launching balls non-stop because that's all they were doing, right? The last five minutes was just high ball after high ball after ball. We've got a six-foot-three centre-back who's not quick, who's not going to be asked to play a high line, who's not going to be asked to play chasing wingers, whatever. He's going to be asked to go into the back four-three or back five, whatever, and just head every ball in Reese Williams. Six-foot-three or six-foot-four, I think, actually. I think he's taller than Virgil. No, no thinking. He didn't even use the third sub in the end. That's how confused and, and scrambled our mind was in that last 10 minutes. But again, it was because of the shitheads up front. You yeah. know, we can't let them get... Yeah, we, it's, it seems as though I'm switching to the to the holy on Jurgen Klopp. It is the shitheads up yeah. front because they are, they are shitheads yeah. now. Before we move yeah. off, Thiago, can I just give you a few stats yesterday, right? Ready? I'm not a stats man. I'm just looking at this. Oh, you clearly phone, are. Right? You must You're have looked it up. Right? Yeah, I've, I've got it in front of me. I've got it in front of me, right? So we played 77 minutes. He had 113 touches, right? And he had 91 accurate passes out of them 113 touches. 90% pass success rate. So he's yeah, 91 he's passes out of 113, but he's not holding it too long, Gav. He's not taking touches. He's yeah. take, getting a touch. It's and one and two touches, yeah. And that's all it is. And 90% accurate. And we took that off. Do you know what I mean? We took that off in the game where he was keeping the ball, he was using the ball, he was doing it quickly. And people say he slows us down. Like yeah. it was unbelievable. And if Keita was no good as well, before we finish on that, if Keita gets the curly finger on 42 minutes against Real Madrid and is seen as not being any use, then what the fuck's he doing on the bench? If he's not going to play him and he's not like put a youngster on the bench if he doesn't trust Keita. Mm. Um, Shani, we all agree. That the, the the Thiago substitution is is 
a bit mind blowing to us all uh, uh, watching the game and and you know the consequences not not completely the consequences of it but you see what happens when he goes off we 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 don't have control we're not moving it fast we're not we're not holding it we're, you know it's any sort of rhythm from he goes but Grizz touched on something there Shani and um, I'm going to let you have this I don't know if this is a wise move but I'm going to let you have this this message is sponsored by Amazon I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel but now there are vaccines it's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Um, if the forward show up tomorrow, Shani, we're not having this conversation about a, a fucking Tiago substitution really? in 77. No. We're not really? having a conversation about um, if an L. VAR show at the end. Yeah. Newcastle might grab a, a, a yeah, consolation through Willock. Shani... How worrying is this for you? It's hard to say because it could be just as simple as they need time out and the reset button. But there's certain certain players. Genie's gone, all right. Yeah. So we think it looks like Genie's no, he more is. Yeah. Sadio Mane is reminding me of Alexis Sanchez now. Just. Yeah, World Cup, Copa America, 60 games a season, and bang. like High-intensity player, and all of a sudden, just, go. Yeah, yeah, just playing off instinct, and those players are great when it's coming off you, but they're the complete opposite when it's not. So there's no middle ground, really. You know what I mean? Mm. There's no... You can see, like, good. There's, there's good players who can be good without doing much, and you wouldn't really notice that there. But the thing is with Mane, when he's bad, he's bad. But when he's good, he's really good. There's no middle ground. With yeah. Salah, when he's bad, he's bad. But he can still, he still produces. Do you know what I mean? Like, the ball squared the Mane in the box yesterday. And I don't know what he's doing. Just like kicking it in the nepoty. Like his laces are tied together and he's allergic to a football. I don't know. Like, like he's, he's had to get stung by a load of nettles or something. I don't know what's going on. He just. But why isn't he seeing this? Why is no one uh, seeing this, Tony? Yeah, Chris. And I get that. And I'm thinking to myself, like, should be Kloppy taking him out, but there's nobody even there. And then, then again, this makes the this makes the decision to let Minamino go even fucking worse. So you, you haven't got anyone there. I don't even think Origi was on the bit the bench yesterday. No. It's just, I don't know, Gav, I've, as not just only a Liverpool fan, as a football fan, I've never felt more disconnected from the sport in my life. Um, But what's gone on in the last, let's say, 18 months and then compounded by the last couple of weeks. If null and void, people coming out crying, wanting the league cancelled because... Uh, health and safety when it's all self-interest <clears throat> and then we get over the anxiety and not knowing whether the league is not going to go ahead and then football kicks off again with no fans and then we start to realise this is shy isn't it this is crap but at the beginning Shani we were that desperate for football because it had been yeah. gone for a while yeah. we're like oh it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be and we just didn't so, realise that you're thinking up. you're thinking yourself what's the story here then Goodison Park happens 
and you couldn't feel more detached from the game. Players getting butchered, decisions going against you. And then the steady decline of our squad falling apart. And then just football being shy. Just watching football and going, this is crap. There's no emotion in it. I'm a massive UFC fan. And watching last night, seeing the full arena, was like, Jesus Christ, this is unbelievable. This is sport. This is what's... This is my sport. This is the spectacle of sport. And I think we might get it back. And then I watched the Car- the Carling Cup final today with 20,000 in. And I was shite. It was crap. And I've never... And then we had the Super League. Just shite. I've never felt more detached from the sport. And I was saying this ages ago. I don't know when's it going to come back. I don't know when. I don't know. Until it's back proper, Sean. Until it's back proper. Because you're right. That today was muck. Well, I'm fairly full. On the first game of the season in August, I don't know. I've no idea. I don't know. And I, and I feel sorry for the players as well because you can see we're the team that have missed the fans the most. Yeah. And Klopp, Klopp hates football in its current yeah. format. He fucking hate. He can't stand it. He cannot stand it. Well, Scott Scott Willock said, "Time to get on to the next season." Virgil and Joe back. Kanata in. Get Kamavinga and Daka, and we will go again. And Keith, I'm going to come to you because I just wanted to touch on this. What do you feel on this? Because like I'm, I'm genuinely on the fence, right? I usually give a straight opinion, but I'm genuinely on the fence with regards to, like Johnny said, or one of you said there. You know, when Alden will go, you know, um, there's one or two others that you think will go, but then there's other ones that are stars in this soil, and I'm genuinely on the fence going. Is it just a, is it just a period of time where they're not playing well? Is it just is it fatigue? Is it a lack of form, confidence, whatever it might be? And don't worry about it. A break and like like lads have said, the Euros and the Cup of America and whatever else. But I'm talking about a break from Liverpool. I'm talking about a break from this squad. That, you know, just getting away and whether it's with your national team or you're off for the summer, wherever it might be, and just come back and you'll see these players, the real players again, or Keith. Is it a case where you just look and go, any little doubt that was there, it's maybe being confirmed from me over the last couple of months, or somebody's just fallen off a cliff and there's no way back? Where are you on this? Because I think it's very interesting, and I think it's going to be very interesting going into the summer with regards to what the plans for the club might be, transfer was. It's hard because um, if, you know, I'd love to think that Mane and Bobby need a break and can come back the players they were. But if they don't and they come back, the players they are now, which could be the new normal for them, which could be, as Shawnee said, the Alexis Sanchez syndrome, where the the high quality players, high quality players, and then they're not high quality anymore. And then you're stuck with them. Do we have to be ruthless and sell them in the summer? We won't, but I'm talking fantasy stuff. Klopp's not going to get rid of them. I think this squad needs an overhaul because I think... They need something that's going to make them go back to the well to start putting the effort in again. And it's not a return to by Virgil. Virgil's not going to come back and suddenly we're going to be great. Because Virgil was... Virgil, yeah, we were brutal before that. Yeah, before Virgil got injured, we were we were pretty crap. But that's coming down to the no <laughs> fans thing. When, we, when the football came back, we've just been a shadow of ourselves, right? So Virgil was there for someone that he wasn't. <laughs> You know, 
Bobby and Mane are, are big worries for me. And personally, I'd look to move them on. And I'm a huge fan of the two of them, but I'd move them on. Um, Genie, I wouldn't give a new contract to either because I think you have to, at some stage, you have to start refreshing your squad. And the problem, before I let you move on on it, another criticism of Klopp, and I love Klopp, I criticise him all over the place. And I, he can be too loyal to some players. And I think if you keep someone like Genie with a new contract, you're blocking the path of someone else. So does, you know, if Klopp's, we're going to bring in Naby Keita or Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, right there, the injury issues, fair enough. Minamino, Origi, Shakiri. We're not going to let them get game time. They're going to be no use to us. Do you know what I mean? We have to start. Klopp has to trust the squad a bit more. And if that means overhauling the squad and giving them the players he wants, that's what needs to happen. And before we do finish, is anyone worried about our, uh, Alisson? Or is it just me? Um, no, I'm not really worried about Alisson, to be honest with you. Um, I'm, that's my. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I Grizz, wasn't. Grizz. I'm, I'm sat here smiling like a Cheshire cat that, you know, you guys hate it when I'm proved right. But, well, I wanted to ask you a question before you just made that outlandish statement, if that's all right. I'm going to make more yet. Um, okay, great. I look forward to it. Um, what I was going to say was to you, the lads have mentioned it, like Shawnee's disconnect with football. It's crap. It's, it's <clears> stadiums, <throat> no one in them, you know, all sorts of stuff going on. And, you know, it's just being played out for the sake of being played out or wherever it might be. Is that part of a Grizz? Are, are we are we are we overreacting to what we've seen this season from Liverpool, or is it just a case of look, it's being magnified because of all this this situation around it? And when and when we're looking at these players, they are falling off cliffs, and there's no way back, or that there was a little doubt about them, and it's just being compounded. Where are you on this? Because I don't, I I, I don't see, I personally don't see an overhaul in a, in one summer from FSG. I just don't see it. Never so look, the, the first the first part of the question uh, to get serious is it is very personal how you interpret this current state of football. It's subjective, right? Shawnee feels absolutely, you know, no no enjoyment about it. Hates the game, you know, you know, is not he feels that way personally. I'm right. not that emotionally invested. So everyone's different, right? Yeah. So I'm okay with it. Everyone's totally different, and every, no, there's no right and wrong way to sort of perceive how the season is or the state of football it's in each individual takes his enjoyment out of the game, out of the sport, out of the team. Yeah. It's more I, on me. To be fair. It is more, yeah, it's more on me because, but there's once, millions like you though, but there's millions yeah. of Liverpool fans around the, uh, the world or football fans. I should say, sorry. Yeah. But the funny thing is like me and Shani have had a bit of a row here tonight, but I know if we actually sat down and went oh. and took the emotion out of it. We probably come to large agreement on it. If you get me. Oh, absolutely. You know I what I mean? It's, it's come down to, I'm telling you now, I'm not a very emotionally intelligent person. That's why I can't be dealing with Twitter and anything like that. I don't mind anyone having their own opinion or anything like that. But it's stuff like this. I'm thinking to myself, why do I fucking care this much? Liverpool ruined my weekend this weekend at half 12 on a Saturday. And but like, this, this exactly. This much? Absolutely. But this again goes back to, oh, it and goes back to, it goes love spectacle. I, I can't wait for the Olympics. I love Augusta. I love Wimbledon. I love sport. I love. I, but it's different with Liverpool. I have a feel. I have. A, I'm emotionally invested mm-hmm. into this, and we all seen this coming off. But this is where my disconnect comes, Grace. Why are we so fucking emotionally connected to something where the owners have proven now? 
that they actually don't give an absolute bollocks. So how can I feel like it's just football is shy until I can go back and be in Anfield with me mates or in like we're playing United next Sunday and I don't give a bollocks because I won't be sitting in the pub with me mates slagging them having a go. It won't be all back and forth. Even they don't. They're second. And no matter what happens next week, we're just going to be like, it doesn't really fucking matter. Does it? I can't say, Andy. I can't see you. If you're messaging me on WhatsApp, I can just ignore you. I'm not sitting in a pub having to listen to you, winding me up or anything like yeah. that. What would hey, football has been taken away from us completely? Especially with fucking bad and all that. See, see, the thing is, right, the viewers and listeners don't know you as well as we do. And we know you're passionate like this. Right, and we know what you mean. You wear your heart on your sleeve, but we also know, lads, that come Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> this fucker will be the leader of the pack in terms of right. Let's fucking get at them if we can beat United away, and if we get that first goal, Sean will be yeah. But in, fa- but in fairness, oh, in, 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 no, uh, do you know what? Can I answer that? Because in fairness, what I say, and look, We've said it loads of times. Our WhatsApp group is an asylum, right? Um, it genuinely is, right? We should charge people in to watch what goes on because it's outrageous. But I think what happens there with Shawnee is like, Shawnee was all over the shop with the uh, European Super League stuff and we, we are slagging them over it. But I think what Shawnee's trying to do there, I think Tr- Shawnee's trying to motivate himself to get engrossed in it and then it just doesn't work for him and he back completely off. Don't want to talk look, about the Super League, but football is dying. It is dying. Yeah. Look, what, look, and what is it? Look at today, Carabao Cup means nothing. FA Cup next year means nothing. What's going to stop the rest of the competitions from getting like that? This game is dying. and People will disagree. Florentino Perez is right. He's right. The game is dying and we do need change. They went about it the wrong way. And that's... But you ain't fell out having Monopoly. This game is definitely dying it's dying out the same way boxing died for 20 years when too many hands got involved something needs to change kids don't watch football anymore they watch highlights they don't follow teams anymore they, they play follow Warzone players. kids kids play Warzone they follow Fucking players they follow players. They follow players. They follow biggest kids players. biggest kids I've ever seen they do follow players Sean it's trickling through now with, it's trickling through with, uh, with Twitter you see football Twitter you see the terminologies Club out, dead field, dead ball, a fraud, all of this. This yeah. is in a world. This is in a world where kids can are uh, seventeen, eighteen year olds can go on to FIFA and build an ultimate team of players from every same every team from different generations. Every year, yeah. years, everything they can put that together. So the reality of football is skewed. They don't have any emotional attachment to any one club because they only feel one way about a certain player. Like, my nephew doesn't follow Liverpool. He follows Kylian Mbappe. Like, yeah, my young is the same. So, loves that, that's what Perez means, that the game is dying out. Like, the game is dying out. Big time. <laughs> well, there's two little subjects I want to touch on before we finish off. Um, a lot of people in the chat are asking about the FSG um, bid that was torn down, apparently. I think the Mirror were the first to report that, um, saying that the bid came in before anyone knew about the European Super League. And the other thing is that uh, Kanate looks close and Kabak looks like, it looks like Liverpool are going to take up the option on Kabak. Um, Grizz, I'll come to you. Um, 
bolted those. You can cover both of them, the FSG stuff. And it looks like those two centre-backs for a combined £50 million. Um, does that fix centre-half for you? Um, and what else are you looking for? After all that discussion we've had about players and falling off cliffs and stuff, and of course the FSG bid, what do you make of that? Yeah, no, I was I, I was go back about ten minutes, and and I was smiling like a Cheshire cat when when Keith was talking about oh, over. He's just not letting the, he's just not letting this go, is he? No, wait, listen, I'm not going to no. let it go because guys, yeah. no, look, and you know as well because we speak about this fucking day and night, Gavin. We've been speaking no, about it for it. the last for the last six months to a year, and I've said. The reason we're in a state right now in terms of squad depth and quality is because we haven't done enough in past windows. Mm-hmm. We haven't done it. We, and I've said we've seen the best of – I said that we've seen the best of Bobby at the start of the season and, oh, got lambasted. Mane, we've seen the best of 100%. We've seen the Mane. I 100% agree with Shawnee. He gives me Torres and Alexis Sanchez vibes all over. And, and I also agree, and I've said it before, that Klopp is too loyal to players. And this is why I need to see, every single Liverpool fan will want to see now, is if Klopp can revitalise this team and turn it into the machine that he it took him, what, three, two, three years to turn into? He's got, what, another two, three years left, lads? Let's yeah. see if he can turn it into the second, the evolution, the second team, the second Champions League, uh, League winning team, the Champions League winning team. And this is what everybody wants to see. And in order for him to do that, he will need huge investment and it will 100%. Look, fans get embroiled in this loyalty and in this um, attachment, as, as Shawnee says, to players. You know, you talk about Marnie and it's like as if, you know, you're ta- you've forgotten about everything he's done in the past. No, like sensible, logical, rational people haven't. They're just telling you how it is, the truth facts. You know, people that say, oh, you've forgotten what Bobby... Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. And now, during the Tempur-Pedic Summer of Sleep, all Tempur-Pedic mattresses are on sale, with savings up to $500 on adjustable sets. Get your best sleep, all night, every night. Learn more at TempurPedic.com done for us mm-hmm. of course not we witnessed it all Bobby Mane Sal- these were heroes these are legends of the club Genie Genie's an absolute legend but I tell you what he was finished he was finished in that second half against Newcastle and he's not signing a new contract and he uh, he doesn't want to leave but he's going so why is for example why is Klopp picking him every single game every single minute he has this he has this weakness every coach in world football has a weakness and you could say Klopp's biggest weakness is his loyalty to players and you know some may say that's a strength also but it's also a weakness i think 100% i told you guys i in my opinion this squad needed an overhaul and lo and behold 6 8 months i think we all agree now that it does need an overhaul. And when we say overhaul, we're not little kids playing FIFA here. We know what we mean. We know we mean four players. And that's an old, but but in FSG terms, that's an overhaul. Because FSG are, are, are don't make eight out, four in. And this is the problem, and this is the panic we're setting in now because we can't see it. We talk about it between ourselves, lads. Let's be open about this. We talk about it and we say, you know what, this is what needs to be done and this is what needs to be done. But, and then we say, and then the end of the, end of the statement in our uh, text, we say, oh, but fuck it. 
we know that's not reality. Yeah. Why isn't I, it reality? This is the stage we're at. It needs to become reality now. We need to be in a position where we can say, right, FSG, you've fucked up badly this season with the Super League and everything. And the only way you slightly get back into the good books of the fans worldwide, locally, media-wise, everything, is you fucking go huge this summer. Because that's what it needs. It, it won't be just a case of Virgil coming back, Hendo coming back, and all systems go. It just won't be like that. It's not a click of... You need fresh blood. You need to rebuild the mentality. Klopp took two, three years building this mentality, preaching through the media, preaching through the fans about mentality. Stay with us. Mentality. Doubters into believers. He's got... A, he's got... Doubters into believers part two now. Um, okay, so... Um... I think you answered my questions, but I'm going to ask you two very quick yes or no questions. Right, either can I? Uh, um, I'm going to ask you yes or no questions. Omaha, you bollocks with manscape. Oh man, that's a good one. Um, and somebody did put in a super chat with a joke. Um, I hope he's all got that on screen. Um, but Grizz, two yes or no answers, uh, answers from me, please. Um, do you like Kabak and Kanata at fifty million pounds? Yeah, you can't go wrong at that price for two young, <sighs> unproven. Yeah. I'll say it again. Yes, I know questions. Uh, you should have known better, Gareth. Mm. I'm. Yes, I'm happy. Okay, and do you believe Just... that FSG turned down a bid of three billion uh, pounds for Liverpool Football Club? No, they absolutely didn't. There's a okay. lot of spin going on in the media. They didn't. Okay, cool. Uh, Shani, Kanate Kabak. We obviously need more and stuff like that. And we spoke a couple of weeks ago, Shani, about... Do you remember when we were talking about the January stuff and we were saying this is a big summer for FSG? This is before all this Super League stuff. We were saying that it is a big summer because we have to take Klopp's contract into consideration here. He's not going to wait another year to yeah. fully build this this team again and, and only have two years and possibly a year if he has to do more the year after. Um does, does, does this make it an even bigger summer again, Shani, because of what's happened in January, what's happened over the previous, the last week or so? And and now when you're looking at the form these players are in and the decisions that have to be made, it looks like a, no, overhaul is probably a big word to use, but it look, it's, it's starting not. to look like a, why are we scared of that word? No, no, I'll tell you why, because overhaul means that you're just getting, you're going, starting from top, starting from scratch again. What I'm saying is, does it make it, Revamp does it make it revamp is probably yeah. a better word, right? But does it make it an absolutely humongous summer now with all those factors? Yeah, but there's there's so many mitigating circumstances, Gav, like with what could and couldn't happen. But people think revamp just means personnel. Like personnel mm. is the only thing you can change. There's so much that can be changed that can help us going forward. I think a change attack for starters. I think. Well, whenever the fixtures come out and Liverpool kick off first game of the season, we want their opposition to be turned around saying, What's going on here? This is different. Yeah. We need to change, we need to switch it up. We need to switch it up because we've, we've, I think we've drained this system of everything we can do with it. All right. So let's say we go into next season and we don't do the business that we need to do off the pitch in terms of transfers. What can we do to make us better on the pitch? And that'll come down to club. So we need to change <coughs> our approach maybe slightly going into this next season because what we're doing now is not working at the moment. 
Um, and people associate a revamp overhaul with throwing money around. We don't need to do that. We just need to get the right players. We just need to get the right players. I want to see a killer in our team next year. I want to see a cutthroat striker leading the line. Who would you choose? Ireland. Doesn't have to be in Mbappe. Like, imagine... Lotaro. Someone... Yeah, like... like Imagine Greenwood in their team. Imagine mm. someone like a Mason Greenwood in their team. <clears throat> and that's... He hasn't scored a lot of goals this year because he hasn't got many chances. He, that boy does not miss. We need someone like him in our team. Someone like him. A Van Persie. One chance, one goal, bang. That's what we need. Someone like that. And we'll find one. Because I don't doubt a scouting team. I'm mad on Daka. Daka reminds yeah. me of Samuel Eto. Samuel Eto is one of the most lethal finishers in the history Holy. of the game. Yeah. Someone like him. Doesn't have to be a Haaland. Daniel Malin is coming out as well at the moment. There's not a lot of talk linking at the end. We just need a killer. We need a killer. We need that a young we need a we need a young Burak Yilmaz. That's what we need. Look what Captain Sal there got. I've pulled that one up there. Uh, Ollie, Ollie. Possible. <laughs> oh, you like him? Yeah, I, I like Ali Watkins. Because I think he's a type of player who, if he gets one chance in a game, you fancy him to take it. Mm. You know, like, and that's what we need. We need yeah. someone like that. But forget about Haaland and Kane. We're not playing FIFA, lads. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. Mbappe, Haaland, Kane. Not what we do. We don't buy superstars. We create them. And I trust us to do that. But if you, being, if you look at the, the plan, Sean, how can you see it? I won't, I won't ask Grizz, I'll get your opinion. Um, or Gav's right. Is it going to be a Dabala, a Martinez, Lataro Martinez, or is I even that know. too high? Is that the right sort of profile? I maybe even yeah. think that's too high. I may, I think they will have somebody earmarked from League One or, or maybe. Era the VZ or someone like Adake. I think they'll know. I think they'll know exactly what they need. Because look, they got it right last summer. Jota, Thiago. A midfielder. Yeah. They, they, they got it right. They did get it right. The Poy's name has popped up as well. Um, yeah. The Poy gets goals. Yeah. Gets goals. Can take a free kick as well. Like, we just need a change of tact. Like, We'd be naive to think that I'll walk again next year just going in and the way it went, it goes. Like, we were all screaming out for Werner and we didn't go for him in the end and we yeah. were all going mad and it became apparent why because if Werner would, would have done nothing in our side. Done nothing. Because he's not a good footballer. It's just the fact. It's quick. <laughs> well, to hear says F- FSG has continuously done this. I would have loved Neto when he's had to get injured. Rafina off Leeds is an excellent player who I'd love. If we can buy someone in, that'll put Mao closer to the net. I think his goals will go up. That's the thing, isn't it, Luke? Because it, it, yesterday was a, yesterday was a, an epitome of the season, Sean. He most Salah yeah. gets a goal and misses an absolute sitter then. Yeah. But no yeah. one else has taken up the slack. Well, it's more what it's mental, nothing. It's mental that... 17-18 is Salah's fourth season. And I remember, the, I think he had 20 league goals at, by Christmas or something stupid mm. like that. He, and I remember thinking, imagine this fella took half of his chances. Yeah. Like, 
he'd be 50 goals a season. Was so wasteful. Yeah. Was so unreal. We just need someone to put a nail in the coffin or go completely, go completely different, change it completely. Go someone who doesn't just come inside. Mane comes inside. Salah comes inside. Everyone was screaming for Mbappe, Haaland. I'd love a Sancho. I'd love yeah, a player. I'd, 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 I'd can't be, I, I can't he believe Sancho's not being absolutely linked with us in every single paper every day. Rafinha. Who said he's not linked with us? I want no, to be- I, you're not listening. I said, I'm surprised he's not linked in every single newspaper um, to us every day. No, want- you, you're there, like, <laughs> the Cheshire cap pipes up there, you know what I mean? Um, I predictable next season. Yeah. I, I, I want to predictable. Yeah. Well, Tahir, Tahir says, FSG has continuously done this low ticket prices, branding Liverpool's logos, no support for Klopp. And now this, I don't care who they buy or what they do, uh, Tahir wants them, it feels that the damage is being done and he wants FSG out and they should leave. Keith, I'm going to come to you last um, before we leave. Um, and we've spoken about January, we've spoken about the Super League, we've spoken about players' form. Is it the end of a cycle? How big this summer gets? The last thing I'm going to throw on top of this summer is if we're in the Europa League, what does that do? Because I think I think it snookers FSG in a big way. I think if they're in the Europa League, it could have been their way out of not spending massive, massive money because of the loss of revenue. But what happened in the last week has taken that from under their feet, in my opinion. Um, what do you feel on that? Yeah, I think the Europa League or Champions League, I think they're going to have to... They, they have an asset, right? No matter what they want to do with this asset, to not, you know, to not back the manager now and give them some tools to to replenish the squad is just negligent. So if there's no Champions League money, well, that's tough shit. They just have to give them money. It'll probably impact the type of player we're getting, but I think we can all agree we're not going to be looking realistically now at the top table so what can we get in you know we all turn our nose up at the Europa League but Klopp won't and the players won't because they'll just still want to play fans fucking hate it do you know what I mean it's great if you get to the the final or whatever and we've had memorable games getting there but fans hate the Thursday Sunday Um, I think they have to what's happened over the last week I think it's going to not force their hand a bit but I think they were always probably probably going to be a bit more aggressive this season this summer than anyway I've said that all along I think if the Canate rumour is true then I think it shows they're going to try and get business done I think they'll go and sign three first team impacting players on top of Canate it'd be my my tip for what happens and that's not a Simicast type that's three fucking into starters looking, looking for the absolute starters totally agree yeah. yeah okay um I've enjoyed that um Manscaped are the sponsor um we didn't we usually give them a big shout at the start yeah. but we left it to the end this week um there is Manscaped up there have you got Bush is the question for Manscaped in else, April the, the new tagline now is overhaul your bollocks so. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone, if anyone from, um, if anyone from, from Manscaped is listening, um, if you want to use overhaul your bollocks, you're more than welcome to. But we need a percentage on red sleeve. Absolutely, brilliant. Line. Line. That is actually a brilliant line. Can I give a personal shout out to Darren Dunby in the chat? I've just seen him. Uh, is this where you have a go with somebody? No, no, he's my best friend. Oh, I was uh, this because sp- you? Think, is this because you? You claimed that you got a delivery and you didn't. 
Absolutely. Darren Dumber, let's read that is because this, because come on, this is what this show is about. It's all about the viewers and listeners. Uh-huh. And the read that is our atmosphere was created by the Europa League and the clock massive turning point. It could Are be sure? part two. Brilliant shout, Darren. And also, mm. thank you very much for helping me out with the Herms and et cetera, et cetera. You're a top man. Thank you very much. Grizz had a little um, breakdown on Twitter. You should go on Twitter. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Um, yeah. Statements tagging. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's about <laughs> principles and more. I'm a massive on principle, you know, is the principle of it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, but anyway, as I said, Manscaped, go there, to, uh, manscaped.com, 20% off and free shipping. And um, if you have Bush, get rid of it, Keith. That's Keith's tagline. He walks around the house saying it. If you have yeah, Bush, well get no rid Bush. of it. But um, now they're a good sponsor of ours. They're supporting us for a little while now. And um, make sure you go and support. By supporting them, you support us, basically. Um, Shani, anything else before we go? No. Are you happy? <laughs> Are you happy? <laughs> yeah. Don't be worrying about me. I ain't grand. Shawnee's grand. Shawnee's I'm enjoying it. I'll tell you what, if you're a football fan, have a look at the French league table and have a look at the, the Spanish Ooh. table. Yeah. And just keep an eye on it. If you're a football fan, keep an eye on it because history could be made. But mm. nobody's talking about it because there's no fans. But football outside of England is great. And Even in Italy as well. Juventus football. losing that stranglehold. Yeah, they could, they could fall out of the Champions League spots, couldn't they? It's, yeah, a they it's a season of anomalies and everyone in this chat, absolutely everyone, should be rooting for Sevilla to win La Liga because after what came out last week, they yeah. have a real chance. That would be the ultimate, ultimate story. If Lille and, and uh, in the French Sevilla. League and Seville can play, oh, that would be the ultimate story. Yeah. And fucking don't buy into any shit that Sky are going to push it over. Ah, uh, listen, we, we, we promise not to get into the, uh, the European Super League stuff, but um, the Sky stuff has been outrageous this week. Um, uh, Philip Cassidy subscribe says... Subscribe like me. Just subscribe like me. <laughs> Philip Cassidy <laughs> says, um, golf back tomorrow, so all good. Philip, I'm giving, I'm giving a shout out to Philip because golf is back tomorrow. Anybody in Ireland... Um, and is watching this show and plays golf will know that golf returns in Ireland tomorrow. You've been robbed of your game for four months for no good reason. And tomorrow we will all be back playing. And I'm delighted. Oh. I'm literally, lads, I'm so fucking excited, right? I've, I've cleaned an already clean pair of golf shoes. Um, I have two sets of clothes ready for what fucking reason. I don't know. Uh, the clubs are cleaned. The trolley's clean. Everything's ready to go. Um, so. Listen, um, the golf is back and I know, um, especially Grizz, Shawnee and Keith are delighted for me, um, on a personal level. I am for that one. But uh, I do deserve it. I really do. A a golf podcast in the summer? (laughs) No, absolutely not. That'd be just just me and Andy telling everyone how shit we are at golf. (laughs) But look, we're back tomorrow. So listen, don't be worrying about things. Go out and enjoy our golf tomorrow if you're playing. Philip looks like he is. Um, Shawnee is happy. He will be more happy in two weeks because he's fucking off to Spain for a play. We will all be happy by the end of the summer. I keep telling you the same line. Fuck off and I with that. Um, (laughs) Keith, anything else before we go? No, no. Someone put in the chat about Sporting in Portugal as well. Unbeaten this season in the league. I've just yeah. had a look. 29 games played, 22 wins, 7 draws, 15 oh. goals conceded. And nice. they haven't won the league in years over there as well. That's so, yeah. Ring the Klingons like Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. 
Goncalves, the new Bruno Fernandes. Goncalves. Sawood Reds just subscribed, so that's a nice way to end the show. If you are watching and you haven't subscribed, please do so. Because when you get to 10k, if you ever fucking get us there, we're giving away that PlayStation 5 or FIFA 23. If the fucking PS6 and FIFA 23, um, if it keeps up like this, but no, listen, we're we're getting closer. So if you are watching and you haven't subscribed, please do so. Make sure you hit the like button if you haven't on your way out as well. It helps us a lot. And of course, check out manscaped.com for all your overhauling your bollocks needs. so, um, Grizz, anything else before we go? I better ask you because you'll only give out to me afterwards if I don't. No, pal, we're all good. We're, we're, we're all good. I know it's been turbulent. I know it's been emotional, but we're all good. Yeah, but what I would say is when you come on to watch this on a Sunday night and all our shows throughout the week, in fairness, you get honesty, you get, you get passion, you get arguments, but it's all because... There's no acting. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're being ourselves. It's, exactly. Yeah, that that's, listen, that'll never go away. Whether it's whether the team are being good, bad, or indifferent, you will get honesty. You will get very, very direct views. You, we won't skate around anything. And when all this is finished, we, we'll just go back into our WhatsApp group and carry on like clowns for another week until we come back to you on Sunday. Um, that's it. That has been the Fatback 4. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you get us um, to 10k, so go and subscribe. Um, me and Shani are off to have a big hug. We do hugs loads of times now every Sunday, me and Shani. We're virtual hugs because um, oh, but we love each other really over now. Introducing Force Factor Fundamentals. Exclusively at the Vitamin Shop, these men's health essentials have clinically studied ingredients like biopurine for enhanced absorption. Yohimbine, pine bark, and L-arginine can help you strengthen blood flow and heighten passion with doses that may bring you the results you crave. Now you can save 20% on Force Factor, including the fundamentals at The Vitamin Shop. Get these men's health game changers in your life at any The Vitamin Shop store or vitaminshop.com. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.